and welcome to the Goats Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Nico of The Most Complete. Yeah, and as you guys can hear, we do have a guest host this week. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jubong is tied up. Uh, he has been locked away in a corner working on a deck for our illustrious leader, so he cannot join us this week. But we brought Nico in to fill in, so hopefully he can uh, step up to fill in Jubong's shoes. I'm okay with that. Solution selling is important. So. <laughs> All right. So quick reminder, um, we really want you guys to call in, text in, whatever. Give us a message so that we can play it. Talk as much shit as you can so that we can make other people feel bad. Let's have fun with it. It's 707-474-4897 or just through the Anchor app. All right. No calls this week? Nothing new. I'm Come afraid. on, guys. It's a little disappointing. All right. I'm going to call in okay. next week. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, so this week has been absolutely insane. There were nine total trades and a taxi raid. So, Nico, I got you here, so I'm going to open with the first one. Mm -hmm. You had a blockbuster. You sent Leonard Fournette to Shoddy for Tevin Coleman, Tyrell Williams, and DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, tell me about the trade. What, What was going on there? Yeah, I mean... Honestly, I have way too many running backs, and I my freaking wide receivers are fighting for their freaking lives. So, yeah, it just made sense for me. It really did. Um, I, I could have easily traded Fournette for a stud, one you know, one wide receiver one for one running back, but I needed depth, so I just got two, I guess, mediocre. Decent wide receivers, I'd say, not amazing. And I just needed depth, and that's pretty much it. And it helps. I, I want to say it helps both teams, um, but we'll see how, how that goes. And, I mean, Tevin Coleman, I'm hearing he could be back as early as next week, so that's a great grab. We'll see, man. I don't know. The Niners running back. I don't want to say much, but you guys know how it is. It's a mess over there. Anyone. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan hates fantasy football, apparently. Yeah, he really does. Uh, but DJ Shark looks great. Tyrell Williams looks great. That's a lot of good depth for your team. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm surprised. You didn't get any better offers for Gurley versus uh, Fournette? Mm, I, well, actually, I didn't. I still believe in, in Gurley, even though most people don't. Plus, it's just it's fun to take advantage of Shoddy. He's just like the absolute worst at trading. So he, thank you, Shoddy. He has made some rough trades as we've discussed. But this one was fair. I'll give him that. Fortnite. I like that's. I'm not going to talk shit on Fortnite. I wanted to on this pod, but I'm like, you know what? I still like Fortnite. He's going to be fine. So good luck to Shoddy on that. I still hope you go 0 and 16 or whatever it is. That that would work for a lot of us. Uh, Another trade, Kyle sent uh, Demetrius Harris to J-Mac for a fourth rounder. Uh, I think J-Mac just needs a little depth behind his beloved Njoku. Get an extra pick for Kyle. Not much to discuss there. Mm. Um, Phil gets Case Keenum and Will Disley plus a whole $25 of fab in exchange for a second-round pick. Now, I think Phil, you know, he lost by Big Ben. That was his backup. Obviously, he's not looking to replace Mahomes, but... I don't get why he does it this soon. Kansas City's bye week is week 12, and Case Keenum may not last that long. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. The, the trade doesn't look half bad. I mean, I get it. I get what Brian's trying to do. You know, it seems like for the most part he's thinking, but even then, like, trade to Phil. Phil's doing it right now. This week actually looks solid, right? From what I understand, he got a touchdown. Decent fantasy points for him. Yeah, Disley looks great, no yeah. doubt. I just the Case Keenum part. If I was Phil, I would have waited till week ten before I looked for that backup because mm. there's no way Mahomes is going anywhere but in your lineup. But yeah. no, I get Brian totally. Brian is accruing so many draft picks. He's the uh, Zach of next year with the number of draft picks he has. It's pretty crazy. 
J-Mac and Aaron swapped rookie tight ends. It was like Sternberger and the guy from Buffalo. No one cares. We're not going to talk about it. There's too many other trades to talk about. But then Nick. Nick is back to his old ways. Mm -hmm. He had four different trades that went on this week. Almost 50% of our trades this week went through Nick. So let's start from the first, go to the last. Uh, He sent Noah Fant to J-Mac for Kenyon Drake. Well, first off, I haven't seen all these trades that Nick is doing. We have actually a list here. Nick, I'm surprised you're not in sales, dude. Like, you literally be an amazing sales rep. I'll let Ken know. Um, maybe we can get your application over here for uh, for that position. But anyways, uh, Nick, no offense for Kenyon Drake. What are your thoughts, Dave? I mean, it's not a big secret that Nick has been moving, trying to move Noah Fant since the day he drafted him. I think we've all seen at least three offers from Nick that involve Fant. So that's not a big surprise. But I don't know. I feel like... He sold him low for Kenyon Drake. You know, there's a lot of mm. belief in Kenyon Drake's talent. I think you're kind of hoping for the trade there. But, so last year, everyone couldn't understand why Gase wouldn't play Drake. That Gase was obviously the idiot. Uh-huh. He wasn't playing the talent. And then Gase goes to New York and plays Bell like the Bell cow we thought Drake would have been. And we've got, you know, Flowers now in Miami, and he doesn't want to play. Maybe the problem isn't the coach. Maybe the problem is Drake. So I'm a little hesitant on that player. Gosh. I know how J-Mac feels. He's over Drake. Um, I would be, too. Uh, But at the same time, I don't know. I still kind of believe in him. I want to. but And I know he's on the trade block in real life, not in fantasy. But in real life, from understanding, he has his his name is kind of going around the trade rumors. But who knows? We'll see how this trade pans out. I wouldn't be surprised if this trade kind of just doesn't work out for either of them. Yeah, I actually think Nick should have kept fan. O.J. Howard clearly wasn't getting the job done in Tampa. Yeah. And Goddard is still stuck behind uh, Zach Ertz there. So, I, I don't know. I, I guess fair enough. Um, next one up, Nick sent James White to Joel for Kareem Hunt. James Whiteclaw. Hey. <laughs> I mean, uh, James White was the top uh, running back one last year. You'd think with the running back eight on the air, but that's because, like, the New England backfield was absolutely decimated for most of the year. Kareem Hunt, he'll be back in week, what, 10? So That's true. Uh, Browns do need a kicker, so he's a pretty good one. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, he was great on Kansas City, but how much of that was just getting to play with Mahomes and Andy Reid? And, uh, like, I'm not a big Kareem Hunt fan. I mean, sure, he could kill it. It doesn't look like they want to give Chubb the passing work in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. he could definitely step up. But James White can play now. I don't, I don't understand Joel's side of this. Joel is clearly in a tanking situation and should be planning for the future, and I don't think James White helps him there. Well, good luck to Joel. I know he's uh, suffering a little bit there. Um, I forget who he lost to this week, to be honest. But did he, did he lose this week? Yeah, he lost. He lost. Yeah, we'll get yeah, to that. He, he's a solid 0-3 for sure. Okay. All right. Um, next involved myself. I got a shoddy second rounder for Damian Williams. Basically, I was ready to move on. Um, I got a really solid run. I've got Dalvin Cook, and I've got the Eckler-slash-Gordon combo, so I'm pretty set for starters. Yeah. I couldn't use Damian Williams in a bye week because he had the same bye week as the other two, so I'm just screwed week 12. Uh, the good news is I play Bryant in week 12, so it might work out for me. Okay. Um, but otherwise, hey, I'm looking 2020 draft class is looking to be studs. I'm trying to build up some picks, and if Shoddy keeps losing, that second rounder is going to be a great one. Shoddy hates rookies more than he hates anything else. I don't know why. 
I get it. He he probably thinks like rookies are gonna be trash. They're not gonna use him for a while anyways. But I don't know, man. Some people are actually starting their rookies in this league. It's a deep league, so I I got uh, Terry McLaurin starting this league. Right. He was a third round pick for me. It's hard to say that rookie, all rookies are bad, but yeah, I get his point of view. But at the same time, you gotta save some draft picks, dude. Come on. Well, Whatever. he didn't because he gave away the only two he had left, his third and fourth rounder, to uh, good old Nick again, plus Keyshawn Johnson, and he got back Jonu Smith and Anthony Miller. Lord. Uh, oh, you're next level, dude. If only you were as good at trading as you were at solution selling, I think you'd be amazing. And that's a compliment, dude. You're a great solution seller. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Miller, obviously talented. If he ever could get healthy, he could probably be good, but he is still tied to Mr. Trubisky. Ugh. And Jonas Smith is stuck behind Delaney Walker, who is going to be like Tom Brady and never retire. So it, it's hard to see the upside. Keyshawn Johnson is the wide receiver three in Arizona, and they never have less than three wide receivers on the field. So I actually see a lot of upside for Keyshawn. And Nick, who had no draft picks, now has two again. The red paper clip works again, gets all his picks. And Nick's killing it with the trades. Yeah. Respect to Nick. We, we tease around, we joke around, oh, he's, he was 0-2, obviously not anymore, but... No, he's killing it. He's killing it. He'll be fun. So, uh, one more trade. Another one I really don't get. Shoddy and Joel just swapped Will Fuller and Marvin Jones. Shoddy got Will Fuller. Joel got Marvin Jones. Yeah. It just happened. Yeah. Um, again, Joel's tanking, and yet he picked the older receiver. I don't know. I have Will Fuller in another league, and I, I, he's, I'm sure he's good and all, but he just isn't putting the points. At least Jones is getting catches, but that also could mean – oh, that's also because Detroit's probably just on a bit of a hot streak right now. Who knows that, where they're going? And I know – I know what's his name? Watson for uh, Houston. He could throw to anybody. So at this point, I don't know what about that trade. I get why they did it. I'm just not sure who's going to win this one. Yeah, and I think it won't matter until next year, at least for Joel. Shoddy, I still have an outside shot of coming back. Yeah. He is 0-3, but he could come back. He's rubbing it in right now. Sorry, Shoddy. I love you, man. I love you. It's all right. It's all right. All right. Uh, one of the last things. So we actually had our very first taxi raid. Nick came after yours truly. He wanted Terry McLaurin. Um, mm-hmm. Makes sense. Terry, I got him in the third round, offering a second-round pick for the number one receiver in Washington. is a, clearly a great way to move. I, of course, shut it down. No way. I dropped Cordero Patterson. Oh, woe was me. Um, so, yeah. Um, I guess not much to talk about there, but it did happen this mm-hmm. week. A monumental moment for our uh, league. Uh, one last question for you, though, uh, Nico. Nick spent $176 in fab Ooh. for Big Ben. Now, I know he's thinking Big Ben will be back next year. He'll be number one. But a $0 bid would have won. <laughs> Is it is it way too much to spend, or hey, why not make sure you got that big guy for next year? What do you think? Man, I don't know. I, right after I complimented Nick, I forgot about this last or one of the last topics on this in this segment is that 176 for big bet. I don't know, man. That's a, first of all, that's a random number. Like, usually, it's a round number, but it's fine. I get it. You, it's probably just a random pickup for you. At the same time, you wanted him clearly for 176. Um, I have no, I have no comments on that, dude. That's a ridiculous price for someone that didn't even get bid on. Uh, all right. So that takes care of all the transactions over the past week. Let's talk about week three itself. I got Nico here. Obviously, our game last week was one of the week, games of the week, and everything went right my way. Over 150 uh, points. Whatever. It was fantastic. They've been insulting me this whole week, talking yeah. about my mother. <laughs> 
that sounds like me. Uh, that definitely sounds like me. I know. Well, Dave, honestly, okay. Uh, first off, I've been wanting to be on this pod for a while, and Dave's like, I'm only going to let you be on it if I beat you. <laughs> Real class act, Dave. Real class act. <laughs> no, but, uh, no, honestly, it's one of those weeks where I, I can't really be mad at the, so the simple fact that even if two of my players that did terrible did well, I still would have lost to Dave. His team killed it. Absolutely killed it. 150 points. If I would, I'd honestly rather lose by 50 points than .5, to be honest, because it's just torturous to lose by that much. 150, um, good job, Dave. I can't, I, I can't talk shit. You crushed it. I mean, the only concern I have is Edelman getting hurt last week, but it looks like he practiced today, so I'm good. Got getting ready for my big matchup with Phil. Yep. Um, one of the only three and O teams left, Phil. Him and Jmed. Uh, Jmed also three and O has a big win over Joel. Uh, Joel actually managed to set his full lineup this week, so thank you, Joel. Thank you for not playing concussed <laughs> players. We do appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, Nico, you're playing uh, Jmed next week. How are you feeling about the matchup? Uh, well, I, don't know. I was looking at the numbers and just kind of looking at his uh, looking at his lineup, and it's safe to say that I should destroy Jmed. Uh, no, no question about it. I think Jamez's team is overrated. Um, you know, good luck to him. I, yeah, he's gonna need it, but uh, should be a real easy win for myself. I, I, I was projected to destroy Jamez as well, and he beat me. So, yeah. well, just let's, let's say this. Just know if I win, then I'm probably the best team in the league. But if I lose, it's because I'm tanking. Uh, well, he does not have uh, good old um, Jimmy G. He does not have Jimmy G. He does not have Le'Veon Bell. So that's a rough week for J-Med. So you maybe, you maybe do have a big uh, advantage going in here. I did my best to guarantee my win by bidding on Kyle, Kyle Allen. Is that his name? Yeah, I can't even know his name. I tried I bid 51 bucks on him just so J-Med doesn't have a starting quarterback. But, of course, J-Med, he bid more. He needs him, and I get it. Kyle Allen's probably going to be fine, to be honest. And I'm talking shit right now, but J-Med's team is good. Like, wow, how much did you bid on Kyle Allen? 67 or something like that? 71? Wow. Something, something like that. For like a six-week rent. I guess, well, the Liz Frank and uh, Cam Newton might take a while. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, Kyle. Kyle went kaboom. 175 points. Yet, it was against Brian. So, I mean, I guess Whoa. it's for the standings. But J- Brian is fighting Joel for the number one overall pick. Um, <laughs> tank for Tua. They're doing the successful tank. Uh, that monster wide receiver core of Kyle is just killing it. Evans with a three crazy touchdown week. And then Lockett catching 11 passes for 154 yards and a touchdown. I just don't like it, Kyle. When Kyle's doing well in life, it's just it's just not fun for anyone. Um, damn, he's going around all cocky. You know, He walks in, he's like, gosh, I'm so tired from driving around my Beamer all day. Uh, I won in fantasy. Oh, life's so tough. I don't like it, Kyle. Um, you're acting real cocky lately. Yeah, side note here, Kyle and J-Mac actually had a bet, because J-Mac just truly believes that Godwin's better than Evans, which is a tough debate. I don't, I, I'm, I don't know. I like Evans better personally, but they basically bet who had a, who would have a better game. They bet some White Claws. I think it was a 12-pack, whatever it is. And <laughs> within the first touchdown, I wasn't online with them, but they were playing games online. Yeah, after that first touchdown, Jamiak was just like, oh, he was, he was, he was sad. He knew that he was probably going to lose at that point. Even the second, obviously the second and third game over, Jamiak. I'm sorry, bro. And Kyle, enjoy those white claws. Oh, Dave, do you have any regrets for trading Greg Olson to Kyle? So, I mean, Greg Olson's been killing it. 
he scored like two touchdowns multiple weeks since I gave him the Kyle for a fourth round pick. Gosh. So you're welcome, Kyle. You may want to put some of those white claws my way. I'd appreciate that. But, I mean, the good news is I got Austin Hooper, who managed to get oh, two yeah. touchdowns as well this week. And the big advantage I had is be- because Greg Olson came off my lineup, I was able to make a $0 bid on a little-known Demarcus Robinson, who is now on my team. So that was that was pretty handy. So no regrets, but I, I, I do think you owe me something, Kyle. Good Lord. Why is Kyle doing so well? I hate my life. It's pretty it's pretty rough. Um, Nick. Nick finally won a game. He is 1-2. and two. He is on the winner board, and he is celebrating by making as many trades as he possibly can. He's enjoying himself right now, for sure. Um, what was the fight? I don't know. He actually destroyed it, right? He, he killed it this week. From what I remember. Yeah, no, he absolutely crushed uh, J-Mac 141 to 87. And J-Mac was talking shit, too. It's funny because J-Mac's actually a real quiet guy. He doesn't really say much on Skype or anything like that. So, yeah, I feel bad for J-Mac. I hope you, hope you feel better, dude. Um, kill it this week, man. Yeah. Um, the question is, when does Nick become worried about Stephon Diggs? Oh, gosh. It's funny because I, I, I still regret picking up Thielen right before he picked up Diggs right after me in a draft. It was a bad, I thought it was a bad pick right after I made it. But it's paid off somewhat for me. Um, Diggs is good, man. It's just, it's, it's, he's not doing shit right now. He's not doing anything. So I don't know, Nick. I know he's, he actually put him on the trade block as of today, right? Um, so we'll see where that goes. Yeah, but I think he's asking for full price, which nah. is hard to see with this offense. Yeah. Um, okay, here, here's the surprise of the league. Zach is 2-1. and one. He is trying to tank this year. He actually, two weeks in a row, did mm-hmm. not set a full lineup. It's impressive. <laughs> he started Devin Singletary this week. He started Alshon Jeffrey last week, and he has won both games. My goodness. That's the luck of the draw sometimes in fantasy, <laughs> that's for sure. I mean, it wasn't like he went crazy. You know, Aaron just had a rough week. Other than, you know... Chris Carson and I mean, Tyler Eifert, who's always going to have rough weeks. No, he, it wasn't horrible. Julio did great for him. It just, it was such a just a low turnout week for everybody that Zach was able to kaboom past him. Yeah, I, I was talking to Aaron. We call him Cake. We play games with him and whatnot. Um, I used to tell him straight up, he wants to fight Zach after the last week. He does not like Zach. He's never even seen him. But if they want to fight, we can put that together. Um, let's make it happen. <laughs> Zach might show up with his uh, posse of bros, though. You never know. Oh, shit. All right. Um, one last thing to talk about for the most part. Phil versus Shoddy. That was a nail-biter. Shoddy needed 10 points from Tariq Cohen on a Monday night, and Tariq scored less than four. Oh, gosh. Well, actually, that morning, all morning, me, me and Ryan both come in at 6 in the morning. He's talking about who should I start, Chris Thompson or Cohen. Let's be real. Everyone would have started Cohen because you don't want to start any running back against that Bears defense. I don't blame Shot for that, but damn. I mean, for that, like I said, I'd rather lose by 50 than lose by a situation like that because of the simple fact that you had, you could have done something. But like I said, can't really blame Shotty for starting Cohen instead. Uh, you know, no one in this league believes in you, Ryan, but believe me, I believe in you, dude. I think you will be able to get out of this whole uh don't listen to anyone else. You got this. I, I just think, I think it's gonna hurt a little bit extra because uh, Ryan gave up a first round pick to get Tariq Cohen from Ryan. And I forgot about that. Yeah. Was it, Tariq Cohen? it was Tariq Cohen. Yes, That's it was. Right. So I mean, now he's got Len Fournette. Maybe that'll help turn this 0-3 season around. He can put someone in other than Tariq Cohen. 
Yeah. Well, I know, I got Fournette in redraft, and he's just basically getting by. Like, the, the touchdowns have got to come, right? Well, they, they should. Like I, said, I still like him, but I, I got a heads up from Trumpia Schefter that uh, Fournette has mono from Sam Darnold, so good luck, guys. So, I mean, you're Trumpy Rappaport, right, Nico? Let's no. be honest. We're talking about right now. No, okay, so... Zaynak is Schefter, you're Rappaport. Let's get it out in the open. It's interesting, because you know what? So, long story short, um, Dave was telling me... Again, I'm trying to make it short. Dave told me and J-Med and Kyle what happened between him and J-Mac in the, uh, in the other league. Um, and then I basically... I heard it. I thought it was pretty funny, so I Skyped... I'm not going to say the name, because I think I know who it is. Well, I know who it is now. I Skyped this person. What happened... And all of a sudden, five minutes later, it's posted on that Facebook account of ex- word for word what I said to that person. And I'm thinking, God damn it. And then the re- moment that happened, Dave Skypes me saying, oh, I know it's you now. You posted it. And I'm just like, ugh. This is, this is a horrible cover story, yeah. Nico. This all right, whatever. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I wish it was me. I, I'd love to run that account, but it's not me. All right. Um, before we go forward uh, and do some projections for next week, Jubon, I think there's some nepotism going on. There's some family deals going on. Daniel scored 83 points this week, but won because oh. he was playing his brother Jubon, who was clearly in tank mode. Kamara scored like 40 points. <laughs> it was half Good of his Lord, team's score. What's, what's, what's Jubon doing here? Did he get a gift basket? Was there some sort of Thanksgiving deal? Really? Luck of the draw, man. I mean, that's what fantasy is. I've seen people that have like probably the highest tech top to say top three highest fantasy points, but they could easily be 0-3 right now. Depending on who they play, they could be facing someone that has their best week, or they could be just be or someone that's doing well could be facing someone that has their worst week. So it's just one of those things for Jubong and his bro. I get it, but damn. Congrats to you on that win, man. Congrats. Yeah, that's a little suspect to me. Yeah. All right, let, let's look ahead to next week now. Uh, Nico, I'm sure you know that Jubong and I have this little pick contest we're doing in fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. We try to pick the three best matches each week. I have a commanding record, three pick lead over Jubong. I went three and zero this week. Wow. He went one and two. He went one and two last week when I went two and one. Oh. I'm kicking his butt. I'm hoping that maybe you can give me some competition this week because Jubong has not been. Am I picking up. since he's the main host? Am I picking for Jubong? I mean, I I think we we won't hold your picks against his record. Okay, fair enough, um, fair but let's see if you can do better than he has. Maybe you can actually take me out this week. Right, I'm, I'm running undefeated for two weeks now. Um, now. We mentioned earlier there are bye weeks this week. If you get Jets, if you get Niners, get them the heck or keep them in your lineup. I'm fine with it. You know, it right. helps me out. So let's open with you versus Jmed. Who are you gonna take? Uh Gary, I mean that's if you pick against me, that's just fake news, dude. It's just dumb if you pick against me. Guaranteed win the most complete versus the other guy. Yeah, I mean, Nico, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to copy you here and take you just because Jmed has two of his best players on by. <laughs> He's missing his quarterback. I mean, Kyle Allen is good and all, but and he was playing Houston, which has been do, having defensive issues, but losing Le'Veon Bell and having to play Jordan Howard is not an ideal situation. Oh, <laughs> so, Nico, I get your back. Yes, I'm talking um, all this shit. I better fucking win, man. So, <laughs> next, it's me versus Phil. I'm going to say I take myself first because I'm always going to pick myself. But, uh... Niners on by. Phil's got no Brita. That's right. He's got Duke Johnson having to fill in in that lineup, and Duke Johnson has not been doing great for Houston. Who are you taking? Who, who's one? Phil's other? I should, I should take his lineup. Who's his other running back? Yeah, he's got Joe Mixon, Philip Lindsay, and right now he doesn't have a tight end. Damn. 
I've seen your team obviously at face. I don't know Phil's team that well. I'll take a look at it, but the way Phil's playing right now, without even looking at his team, he's killing it. So uh, I'm going to have to go with Phil just because Dave insulted me this week. Uh, Dave, I mean, he was giving it to me all week talking shit. He even spit in my water bottle. Um, Twice. He didn't see the second one. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> all right. Uh, the third one I want to talk about, Kyle versus Shoddy. I'm calling this the game of the week even though Shoddy is 0-3, but neither of these guys have anyone on by. It's their full lineup. Uh, Kyle is a little favorite to win. Can Shoddy get his first oh, win man. against Kyle, who's been killing it in all three of our leagues? Well, first of all, I just want to make it clear, even though I talk shit on all these guys and Skype and I give them a hard time, I just want to make it clear that I just don't like them. Um, but, well, no, seriously. <laughs> but uh, I'm kidding. Uh, if I had to pick one, I mean, it's just it's hard to pick against Kyle right now. Sorry, Ryan. I know you're going to hate me for picking Kyle, but he's Kyle's killing it, man. I, I'll pick Kyle in this one. Yeah, I, well, it looks like just whether or not I win is going to decide if you beat me this week, because uh, I am also taking Kyle, and it looks like Shoddy is still going to play Tariq Cohen in his flex this week. <laughs> All right, Ryan, there's always next year, even though you have no picks. Yeah, that's true. Um, you can build around Anthony Miller, I guess. Yep. Well, that about wraps it up for this week's podcast. Uh, for the Ghost Fantasy Football Podcast, I'm your host, Dave. I'm the most complete, Nico Arce. And uh, we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.